This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. <laughs> hey, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. We're here to spill the tea, and um... <laughs> yeah, the aggressive tea. <laughs> Did I miss something? I'm always the latest one to the party. <laughs> what happened? We're here to spill the tea. Break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. <laughs> Relax and get ready for this hot tea. What's up, L? And what's up, Q? How you doing, Claudia? <laughs> uh, we, I just was like, it's it's real aggressive, like that. Our cues. I'm just like, oh, we ready to? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little jarring. <laughs> but yeah, the new guy. Well, he's not new, right? That's my boy right there. Mikael, we love you. We laughing because the count that Claudia said offline, y'all, who the countdown is real aggressive. <laughs> so just, <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> I have a migraine. I've had a migraine for two days. And so uh, I'm going to have a little giggle today. I'm, I'm struggling right now. So hi, were y'all drinking tonight? What are we doing? Uh, no, I'm drinking. I'm back on some iced tea chat. Iced tea and ice. What? Okay, Al, one. I can, I'm not drinking tonight for the show, but I will be able to drink at 9 p.m. tonight. Why? You on a date? I want to what? You going on a date? No, uh-uh. You know, I had my colonoscopy yesterday. Uh, so you're not supposed to drink like 24 hours, a full t- full day after. So damn. Does the doctor call you and just say, like, check on you to make sure they, like, like they say they call you? Yeah, my follow-up is tomorrow morning at 10, 10 a.m. You have to go back in? No, uh-uh, they call oh. you. Mm-hmm. Y'all looking like like a little bit fallish with the sweaters today, both of y'all. <laughs> yeah? It's so, so I couldn't find that clean to put on. <laughs> I, I don't even think this clean <laughs> quite. Oh, my <laughs> God. Funky. Funky, really? Funky, are you I funky? Pulled, I pulled this out of my dry cleaning bag, but I got it on, no. Don't you hate when you get ready for the show and you put something cute on and they're like, that shirt don't work because of the green screen? Because mm-hmm. it'd be taking a minute, right, to put something, to find something still mm-hmm. like to, that you haven't repeated on the show? All right, let's get into the show. Um, we have an update on Dwight Howard. Earlier this week, he spoke to Angela Yee about the rumors that are currently surrounding his personal life. Dwight said in the interview that when it comes to his personal life, he doesn't speak on it in public, and that's all uh, the gay rumors are a part of a negative conspiracy to assassinate his character. Now, Dwight was recently in the news after another man accused him of sexually alleged sexual assault. And his baby mother, Royce Reed, called him a deadbeat dad. Well, what do y'all think about Dwight's response? And do you think he's like that? Like, we got to have a conspiracy against Dwight Howard? Is there a conspiracy against Dwight Howard, Al? Absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. Get out of here with that that assassination, assassinating his character. What it is, though, it is an assassination that could lead to his career. Now, that I can agree to. Now, there are two things here. Um, one is I can't speak to whether he's a good dad or not. Royce has complained that he has and he has other kids that we haven't heard any complaints from those mothers saying that he's a bad dad. So I can't speak on that. What I can speak on is I can have empathy with Dwight about discussing his sexuality and what's going on in his bed because he's a black man and he's a professional athlete. And that's how he feeds himself and that's how he feeds all those kids. That's how he helps his family out. Unfortunately, in professional sports, guys, and I I mean the NBA, the NFL, and the MLB, you just simply cannot be publicly gay. Of all of these professional organizations, you're telling me those are hundreds of athletes that none of them are gay? 
I don't believe it. I think none of them are publicly gay. And in order for him to protect his career and his life and his livelihood, then he can ask for privacy as it relates to that. But other than that, there's no assassination of a character. We know what's really going on, Dwight. A lot has changed in the last few years too. Like it's, I think, I mean, five, I remember an NFL player uh, years ago. Remember there was a like rumors about, well, Kerry Rose, there was a bunch of pictures with him and a guy named Hollywood. Hollywood. Who's, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. now Shannon Sharp's uh, professional stylist. And when he came and you out. you saw how that ruined his career though, remember? Yeah, it, it, it did. I know that. Cause he was still actually, a, a, he was still a good player. And he was with the Cardinals. But I think since then there's been, a, there's, it's been a little bit more accepting. I know we're not all the way there though. Dwight, you're going to keep getting these rumors because People, you know, people are going to use your sexuality against you, unfortunately. Um, Q, what do you think about this uh, story? And do you think about, you know, the conspiracy theory about him? What do you think? You know what? People always say one thing too much. They give themselves away. I was 100% able to get behind that. I don't discuss my sexuality or my sex life or whatever publicly. I was 100% able to get between that. And for those that know, that was his way of saying, read between the lines. Mm-hmm. But when he added the extra piece about the gay stuff is trying to assassinate his character, that's where you went wrong. That's where people get upset. That's where members of the LGBTQ community get upset. That's what gives people ammunition to spray you with your own tea. And in this moment right here, I am not going to say allegedly. I have physically seen with my own two eyes correspondence between Dwight Howard and a trans friend of mine and exchanging of pictures. I have seen it with my own two eyes. So come on and sue me because I ain't saying allegedly. I've seen it. All right. And everybody already knows like the girls in the community know and your tea has spilled out into the general public again i can't force this man out the closet i don't know what his beliefs are but dwight the fact that you've had a warm or soft outing already um lays the foundation brother for you to go ahead and go to therapy and come on ahead and do the full reveal so is it fair to say, to, um, I want to understand it because he, he could have just left it alone. Like just keep my business. You know, I want to keep my sexuality to myself and my business to myself. But when he said, this is assassinating my character, well, we know damn well you're really doing it. Cause now it's like, Oh, this is an insult for you to be in our community. That Ex- you want to keep your tea. Exactly. Got and, you. then, and then people now know that they can leverage that against you. If it's case, case in point, if, if, if Al went to a bar, tonight are hooked up with a man and, 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 and they had sex and the man took pictures, that man couldn't leverage that against Al because it's like, <laughs> it ain't no tea. Mm-hmm. But, or Malik Yoba. If we see Malik Yoba right now walking down the street with a trans woman kissing her in the mouth, them pictures wouldn't sell for 50 cent. Yeah. He because he's that. already, let it be known. You know what I'm saying? So, so it sounds like me to the, which say to Dwight Howard, if, if you're watching, and I think you are, um, Keep it cute. You can distance, you can say it's none of your business, but then leave period. But then don't throw a jab at the community that you are, we know you're a part of. Okay. And, and make it seem like you want to distance yourself and then expect the community to keep your secrets. Is that fair to say? Yeah. All right. Dwight, come on the show, Dwight. Come bring those big old shoulders and them Cynthia Bailey cheekbones to TGIF. That's what they call them in the chat. All right, y'all. The debate among, continues among cisgender and transgender women. Comedian Flame Monroe shared his thoughts and threw some major shade towards pose actress Angelica Ross after she got uh, into a social media argument with Jess Hilarious. Take a look. When Jess Hilarious addressed her, she was talking about periods and womanhood. She also said that women can never have periods. And I just was not attacking the entire trans community. I'm not, I didn't even take it like that. She was speaking to the person who publicly put out that statement. That's what she was talking to. All right. What are your thoughts on Flame Monroe's response? Uh, just had real quick previously expressed her thoughts on a trans woman's post that raised the question of who you know owns womanhood, specifically the ability to have period. And Angelica Ross responded with insults and DM receipts. Um, um, the, the, the clip that we saw, um, if it was taken singularly, 
Flame Monroe said absolutely nothing wrong. As a matter of fact, there was a lot of truth and a lot of the things that Flame Monroe had to say in her video. However, there was a tone in this video and a level of nastiness towards Angelica that I think was just unwarranted. And, you know, there's something very peculiar in my opinion about flame and, 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 um, Al Sharpton says it best just because you're my color doesn't make you my kind. And I get that flame is older than a lot of the LGBT community now. And he probably comes from a generation where assimilation was his best means of surviving, but flames has a way of pandering, in my opinion, sometimes to the straights for straight acceptance uses a lot of the bigoted, in my opinion, straight people talking points to be able to continue to sit at the, the straight table. And there were just, I don't know, I, I, I pick up on that theme from time to time with a lot of the interviews and videos that Flame does. But there were bits and pieces of what Flame said that were 100% true. Okay. Al, what do you think? I'm so glad you said that, Q, because in my opinion, um, you know, Flame Monroe, it, it seems like in this situation, and I, and I, I see we called her, isn't, isn't Flame Monroe a transgender female? So is she a she or a he? I'm, it, it, it gets it gets it gets slightly confusing because flame refers to other trans women as he and you a nigga and you a boy and okay, so on and so forth so uh, you know i, I don't okay, know what okay so in this case i feel like i usually rock with flame and because some of the things that flame Monroe says i is spot on to me sometimes um but in this case i'm like you this kind of felt like he or she was injecting himself into this conversation. It wasn't pointed towards Flame Monroe, but Flame Monroe kind of jumped into the conversation. That to me made it feel kind of a little weird and cloud chasing. And it also felt like it's, it created more of a division and instead of an inclusion. Now, I'm so also glad that Q mentioned this because I wanted to know where did this whole concept come? Because people say that Flame Monroe is to the trans community what Candace, what Candace Owens is to the black community. So was that kind of what you were saying, Q, earlier? That, 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 that's a perfect analogy. Got yep, it. Yep, so, that's, a perfect, that's a perfect analogy, it. I think, yeah. I just um, feel, like, I feel like this could have been an opportunity that we use as a bridge instead of a division. I feel like we could have used this conversation to kind of bring people together than to divide them. And I, and I just feel like anybody that's throwing glad, gasoline on a fire to divide people, it's never a good conversation. If I remember correctly, and I have a headache from this, I swear, um, I cannot wait till we get to a point where we don't even have to cover this anymore. I hope we get to some peace soon. Uh, that there was a warning first between Flame and Angelica where she said, don't say anything else or I'm going to spill your tea. And then Angelica said some, one more thing. And then Flame took to her uh, live and went in. I think it became personal because Jess made her comments. Then Angelica jumped in. Then Flame jumped in. And everyone's just jumping in now. And now we're far away from the original transgender woman that did controversial even know the transgender girl's name that started but her and she's the one i feel like came in there threw some rocks got everybody riled up and then we were all and it got divisive as hell all week and and now it's just like we have these secondary and extra arguments uh, i i agree with some of the stuff that flame said and maybe i'm supposed to because like y'all saying she's pandering to the straight community i do one thing i will say that i did like was flame seemed very respectful to to women and that's something that i feel like we've been missing in the last um few months, you know, we talked on our DM about this and you know what, maybe we'll invite her on the show. I don't know how you guys. No, no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> well, sometimes we have to have conversations with people we don't agree with. No, not, 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 not with the way she's unsolicitedly gone after me. Um, and said, oh, has she? she won't be on this one. What do you mean? She went after you. <laughs> oh, there, there's videos of her going in and saying all types of stuff. I'm on meth and all type of stuff that was just oh. unsolicited. She won't be on this one. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
All right, moving on. Nene Leak spoke with Carlos King and openly discussed her son's recent arrest. Let's take a look. He has an addiction. Um, he's been struggling with it for years. He's been in rehab for a, a couple times, and um, he still have come back out and and uh, relapsed. As a mom, just to watch it is, my hands are tied. All right, what are your thoughts? Uh, just a note, Nene's son, Bryson, was arrested last week for felony drug possession. Al? You know, this is the Lanithia that I rock with every day, and this is why we love Lanithia. Um, I like this for, Nene, for Nene. She was honest. She was forthright. She was vulnerable. Um, you know, I know this family intimately, and she's right. I've seen this woman do everything she possibly can for Brent. She's purchased him house. She's helped him get cars. She's helped, she's helped her son so much in dealing with this. Um, I'm glad she's getting to the point where everyone is telling her that, listen, he's got to want it for himself. And in all reality, your child's addiction does not have anything to do with you. And, and I think that she's getting to the point where she's feeling comfortable and, and that she is also ready to allow Brent to, uh, Bryce to take this journey the way he's supposed to take it. So thumbs up for Nene for sharing and for being so honest and forthright. Miss Kellyanne said the whole interview. I love the whole interview. Can't wait for part two. Uh, Q, what are your thoughts on the interview? You know what? Y'all always hear me say, never let a bitch spray you with your own tea. This is a prime example of what I'm talking about, right? Because although Al says she may be getting comfortable with Bryce taking his journey on his own, and I'm not a parent, but I'm going out on a limb here and saying, I am pretty sure when his drug and addiction issues first hit the internet, she was embarrassed. Anyone would be if your offspring has gotten into some of the stuff that Bryson has gotten into. And what I like about what Nene did is she took her power back. She not finna let y'all crack jokes and make memes and it hurt because I'm not hiding anything. My son has a drug addiction. I've tried to help him. These are the things that I've gone through. My hands are tied. So now when, you, when, when, when she gets into argument, a reality TV style argument, and the girls be like, that's why your son on drugs. Girl, that ain't no tea. I've been sharing that with y'all. That ain't no tea. That don't hurt. Okay. Check my interview with Carlos King. Rosemary Watson said, you can be the best parent in the world and still end up with a fool. Nene should have made him earn his way. Yeah, I said this before, you know, when, you know uh, that it's, he's a grown man. It's not his, it's not her responsibility or her fault if he has a problem with drug addiction, like you see, even with the Hunter Biden thing, you see people try to put that on Joe Biden. It's a grown ass man and people are going to do what they want to do. You can, all you can do is I don't have, I'm not a mother, but I can definitely speak on, you know, common sense. You can, you, you can do the best parenting job in the world. And if they want to make a decision that's, you know, in, not in their best interest, they're going to do that. Unfortunately, Needy's famous and a, a former reality star. So people are going to try to attach that to her, but you know, it's not her fault. And yeah, take the bill by the horns, address it. And yeah, power, power taken back. I agree with you guys. All right, coming up next, we got some crazy news coming out of the state of Florida. And later, Terry Crews talks about his porn addiction. Oh, wow, Terry, really? Stay tuned. Welcome back to TJF. Don't forget to hit that like button in the live chat. All right, y'all. Whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. And that's why we are giving you the 411 in What the Florida. In Florida news, a Miami-Dade police director, 52-year-old Alfredo Freddy Ramirez III, was in critical condition after shooting himself in the head following a domestic dispute between him and his wife. Now reports say that Ramirez left his Tampa hotel where he was attending a conference and shot himself after pulling over on the highway. It's reported that he is now in recovery and his condition is stable. Funky, how do you feel about this and your peoples? It's the wife fault. They lagged and she put some Santeria on him. Okay. <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> Listen, y'all, you know, this This is a very sad case. And, you know, what, what's even more sad about it? For, so first of all, how I feel about it, we going, um, we, I feel like we should uh, throw away all charges against this man, against his credit report, because clearly he uh, needs to plead insanity. <laughs> what's unfortunate about this situation 
is that this man, you know, for, for lack of a better term, he's a fairly good, good looking, handsome gentleman. And the bullet went in through his mouth and out one of his eyes. And so, you know, you went from being distraught emotionally over whatever you were going through with your wife to now you're going to be disabled and disfigured. And I imagine the depression that's going to come along with that is going to be far worse than whatever pain you were feeling from your wife. And by virtue of the fact that he was willing to shoot himself over some Spanish coochie, I think that this man is insane and we just need to drop all charges and, and, and let him. Well, too, unfortunately, we can't do that. Let me tell you the interesting thing about this story. So he was outside of his hotel room arguing with his wife while pointing the gun at his head. So at the hotel, the reason that's why crazy. He, the reason why he and his wife were arguing was because he had threatened to kill himself at the hotel. Now, when the police arrived, he put the gun away. He apologized. The wife said that everything was OK. She's not in danger. The police left. He got in his car. He got on the highway and he called his boss, the mayor of Miami-Dade, and told his boss that he wants to offer his resignation because he made a big moral mistake. And then that's after he got off the phone with the mayor of Miami Dade, he pulled over and he shot himself in the head. So we're going to synthesize here that we're going to find out in the next couple of days what that big mistake was. And I can't wait to see it because the sad part is he thought that he was getting out of facing that big mistake. Now he's got to face that, that big mistake in an ambulatory care state state. Imagine you thought you had problems already. Then you go do something like this and then you're, you're still here. You didn't take yourself out and you, now you got to deal with this on top of the issues you had already. And you disfigured and see out of one eye and disability is only about $625 a month. So <laughs> I don't know how you're going to live off of that. And if and you get discharged dishonorably from the police station, you don't get your pension. So life about to get real hard. And that woman still about to leave you because not only do she not want a crazy husband, she damn sure don't want a blind one. And now you missing an eye. Hmm. You got uh, eyes, but they not for me. You better use them for what they fought. And that's to see. I got a man. What your man got to do? <laughs> F. Jackson said, I'm going to call Q stretch Armstrong the way he be stretching, trying to defend those backward ass Floridians. Listen, I'm a public defender, all right? I only make $40,000 a year, and I'm trying to do the best I can with what I got. Work with me, Ebony. <laughs> all right, another Florida news. A jury awarded $800,000 in damages to an eight-year-old girl who suffered secondary burns from a McDonald's chicken nugget. Olivia Carballo was severely burned after dropping a hot nugget, chicken nugget, in her uh, parents' car, causing it to be wedged between Olivia's leg and her car seat for two minutes. Hmm. What are your thoughts on this case? Q, let me get Well. Two minutes. You... It's a lot going on. But see, y'all <laughs> Negroes love going to McDonald's talking about, can I get a number three made fresh? And then y'all think y'all be giving trade secrets. Tell them no salt on the fries. You can get your fries extra hot. Now, if me, uh, I didn't even All right, like by the time they dump it, scoop it, put it in the, 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 the thing, put that in the bag, hand it through the window, it would seem to me even at its hottest, that chicken nugget would not be that damn hot. I mean, I have personally taken fried chicken wings straight out of the damn grease and bit into them. And yeah, it's burnt the roof of my mouth, but I don't think it get that doggone hot to uh, uh, um, burn somebody. So- I'm less concerned with the little girl being burnt. I'm sorry that she did. And more concerned with what the hell they making them damn chicken nuggets out of that they can and or disintegrate. Uh, but I will say, um, this you don't want you don't want to look at a chicken. <laughs> you don't want to look at a chicken McNugget under a microscope. Okay, all my McDonald's eaters. I was just going to say this too really quickly, and I hate it. It's a child. Y'all get mad and bite me. 
Uh, but baby, for that little bitty ass burn, bitch, you you sure got a one hell of a payday, like. <laughs> well, look, you know what? She originally asked for 15 million. So the courts decided 400,000 for the past four years of your pain, and we're going to give you 400,000 for the future years of your pain. I, you know, I'm kind of torn on this one, Claudia and Q, because, you know, when I think about McDonald's, they go through so much because People think McDonald's is this huge corporation, international corporation, worth millions and millions, if not billions of dollars. However, the McDonald's that is in your neighborhood, that is a franchise. That is an entrepreneur. That is a person that is using the likeness of that brand in order to create jobs and to feed your community. So they're not making millions and millions and millions of dollars. They're just like the rest of us out here hustling. So I just kind of feel bad that this particular uh, franchisees may have to go into bankruptcy because of this incident. It's just sad. It's sad all around. A Florida man allegedly cut off his uh, GPS ankle monitor and was re-arrested just one day after being released from a nine-year prison sentence. Now, the police found 29-year-old Albert Gardner after locating his ankle monitor in a trash can in front of a 7-Eleven store. The police later found the suspect overdosing in a nearby apartment complex. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, well, well, real quick, Albert uh, survived the overdose and was transported safely back to jail. You look a mess. Can we see his picture one more time? Listen, Shy, we might as well go on the damn commercial break because I can't. I don't even know what the hell this is up on my dog on screen. Um, listen, this is how you know drugs. Listen, the, the state of Florida rest this case on this. I, I ain't got no defense. Um, I mean, you oh, got. I'll give you the defense. Oh, go you ahead, the Al. Defense? <laughs> okay, so your crazy ass governor recently in legislation increased the occupancy and capacity rule for the prisons in the state of Florida. It used to be that if you got to a capacity of 98%, that you would then let, you know, that you would have to be concerned about letting people out. Because he changed that legislation, he's putting people like this back out into the street because of quote a capacity issue so this guy if you look at him you would know that he doesn't belong outside with normal people outside of a prison or jail at any time and look what happened when the legislation allowed him to be put back out there within a day he's back in there make it make sense florida please make it make sense to santas but at least the universe auto-corrected the situation. It said, clerical error, we let you out. <laughs> your ass back in here on You go back to jail, right? Back to jail. He gonna and put the doggone thing in the 7-Eleven. And it's just so funny because I was going to say addiction is one hell of a thing that you, you well, you would think that if people been in jail that long, that that would give them a time to purge their system and quit cold turkey. And the minute you got out, you had to go get you some drugs. Uh, Summer Rain said... They could, they could tell that he didn't need to be released early. Why put him on an ankle monitor? And then Janice Penny says he should be in jail based on looks alone. I agree. They say we should never judge a book by its cover, but his ass should be in jail on looks alone. All right, y'all, coming up next, Terry Crews gets real about addiction, and later we find out what Kiki Palmer had to say about her sexuality. Ooh. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. No, I do not have cricket. I'm not on dial-up, y'all. I'm in Texas. It's 105 degrees, and I think it's a messing with our electronics. I'm just going to put it on that, y'all. Sorry, y'all. All right. Hey, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should paydays? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Um, now, if I needed something like Earning, it's what I'd use and this is why. You make Earning a part of your financial routine and join Earning's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earning, 
I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Now, download earning today spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the earning app, type in T under podcast. And when you sign up, it'll really help you show. It'll really help the show. That's T under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. That's terms of service. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Now, what do y'all got something nice to say about this, this, don't you? Let me tell you something. Earn in can go ahead and sign in. Okay. And sign me up. I am all for making every day a payday. So earn in has definitely got my attention. And I think that y'all, if y'all like me and y'all love to go shopping and y'all like for y'all stuff to be all steady and your money to be all fluffy in your account and you can make every day a payday, you might want to fool up with earn in. Well, I'm looking at the soulmates in the chat. Randy Milan says, I've used it before in a pinch. So we've got some endorsements in the chat as well. Promotional considerations are furnished by Earning. Now let's get back to some more topics. Actor Terry Crews recently discussed how his porn addiction affected his relationship with his wife and kids. Now Terry revealed he would purposely start an argument with his wife so she wouldn't ask questions and he would get angry at his kids for getting in the way. Terry said he was exposed to porn at eight years old and he grew up in an ultra-religious household with an abusive father. Uh, what are your thoughts on Terry talking about his porn addiction, Al? You know what? Let me tell you what's so interesting. He said that he uh, got, uh, started his porn addiction at eight years old. Do you know that's also when Kurt Franklin said that that's the age that he started his porn addiction? Something that I also thought was very interesting is this parallel between super strict religious households and sexuality. Other stars, black celebrities that have also said that they've had porn addictions are Kanye West, Jada Pickett Smith, Terry Crews, Kurt Franklin, and what, what, who's the other one? Uh, oh, Tiger Woods and Tiger Woods. I just find it very interesting. I think it's a little bit more than just a porn addiction. I think porn is a bridge to something else, and I think no one's really talking about it. What are you guys' thoughts? Mm-hmm. Key, what you think? You know what? I need to really sit down and get better educated around what the word addiction truly means, because there are certain things that are easy for me to process drugs, alcohol. Most recently, I've come to kind of understand gambling addictions. Um, I, I'd like to understand the physical practice of a porn addiction. Is it like I'm trying to rush everybody out of my house so I can run in my room and pleasure myself? I would like to see what a porn addiction looks like. But I got two things to say, right? Um, one, I don't, I did dislike a lot of the comments and commentary around this Terry Crews thing because a lot of people were like, and this right here is why it's so hard for black men to open up and be vulnerable because Terry has received a lot of negative backlash. But the second thing that I want to say is, is it me? Or do y'all just find it hard? it challenging to even give a damn uh, and then it, it's funny because it's like every six months he got all the traumas. Okay. <laughs> he was molested. He was touched. Now he got porn. The next thing the bitch gonna come out and say he got autism. And then after that, he gonna have rheumatoid arthritis. Terry, I'm gonna need you to leave some of the conditions to somebody else in Hollywood. Let somebody else have a chance to do an interview about having a condition before you beat them to the punch. It's weird because like, it seemed like he was beloved and all of a sudden like a few things came out and then people were just totally turned, well, the black community was kind of turned off by him. And and I know there was a thing with, you know, him and Gabrielle Union had, they bumped heads, right? And then there was some stuff with ABC and NBC. And it seemed like he went from, we cool on him to like, people did not really rock with him. I think it's one of those vestiges of slavery, Tanya, um, Tanya, child, Claudia. I think it's one of those vestiges of slavery, the, 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 the psychological thing that happens with black people when we think you are on master's side. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what it is with Terry Crews. It's kind of like you would go back and tell master we planning to run away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I feel kind of like I don't, I don't really gel with him. 
Mm. Remember, like it was Gabrielle was saying, she had she had abuse claims at uh, and, and, and uh, on the show they were on, and then he was like, "Well, that wasn't my experience." And then it seemed like it's been all bad with the community with him, right? Because right, because you ran in 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 short to defend the white folks, mm. you know what I'm saying? And that type of makes us uncomfortable. Right, right, right. Um, the real Ariando said, "I feel bad because even though porn is normal for some, he really doesn't want to be in it." Leslie K said, "A lot of men are addicted to porn. A lot of people." And Darius Daniels said, uh, pretty boy Will said the same thing I just said. After he dismissed Gabriel Union, it was a wrap. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, a couple faces 49 counts of child abuse and later see what has us saying, not me, girl. No, I can't say it like funky. What has us saying what now? Not me, girl. Keep it here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, y'all, I was telling the fellas on break, I'm having a migraine attack right now as we speak. So I'm like a little bit, my vision's squirrely and I'm like nauseous. If y'all get any remedies for migraines in the chat, please throw them in the chat because I'm, it is, it is an issue. And Q, you don't get them, but Al, you, you get, you don't get them. Wait, do you get them? Mm. You don't get, get them? I do not wish this on my worst enemy. Please give me your remedies. I need them. All right, y'all. Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband, Peter Thomas, is in the news after several of his employees have come forward claiming he owes them thousands of dollars. The Department of Labor has now stepped in to investigate the claims at Peter's Bar 1 Miami location. What do you um, think is going on with Peter? I, I, I know last time we reported on this, Peter, um, you know, we're going to be fair to you, of course. Like, you know, you are a friend of the show. I, I think he was still <laughs> Q, what do you think of the story? You know how sometimes you know how sometimes you just don't want to be bothered with the fallout. Every this show. Is, this is one of those situations because I do frequent bar one. Yeah. I am, you know, uh associates of, of Peter's and I do have to see him. Um <laughs> and I I've I've mauled over this point with, with friends of mine over the phone on what to do when I came to this crossroads. And um we have been pushing it off for a while. We have. Here it is. And, and, I, and I have to be fair. Um, friend or no friend, or, or I'll just speak directly to Peter. Um, Peter, by, by no stretch of the imagination, do I want to see your businesses doing well. Um, I don't claim to know the truth and the ins and outs about the running of all of your businesses. And no, I have not taken the chance to call you as you suggested we should have done the last time, because I don't know how that phone call will go in this moment. Hey, Peter, I'm just calling you because we got a couple on the show tonight. All your business is closing down. And the people said you're not paying them and you being covered by the labor board. What you want to, you know, what can we say? I can see you either not taking a call or cussing me out. So I, I, I don't know what to do. Here's what I will say. In knowing that I don't know what's going on, I am smart enough to realize, Peter, that something is going on, all right? Something is going on, something is not right. And there may be a justifiable reason for all of it, but something is not right. And I just hope that you can make it right. And that if these people have not been paid and that there is truth to it, that you find it a way to make them whole. And I think that's the fairest commentary I can give on this without skirting around the topic. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. You know what? To me, Peter is like an old G. And in my mind, Peter is a serial entrepreneur. And serial entrepreneurs, some of them, a lot of them, have these issues. They have a lot of money. It's funny issues. But I do want those employees to get paid. Now, I'm only going to talk about what the shade room has reported. And in this case, this is what we know, y'all. He's going to do what he do, and he's going to keep it moving. He's going to still be around. He's still going to have a restaurant or two. He's still going to be opening them. He's still going to be entertaining us he's still going to be an entrepreneur and a small business owner all i can say and in this particular case is that the shape room has shown a whole bunch of receipts documents phone calls you know and and it's it's not looking good but at the end of the day if you've had a business have run business and he's been doing this for 30 years you're going to have some hiccups 
Now, hiccups that continue to hiccup is something that maybe you should seek other people, like I've said before, to help you where your shortcomings are. Some serial entrepreneurs are really good at being uh, concept driven, right? They love entertaining. They love opening restaurants. They're not good with the finances. Find somebody good at the finances so that you don't end up in this situation moving forward. I think that is an amicable solution. Agree. Listen, we all know that's one of the most difficult businesses you can be in is the restaurant and bar business. That is a tough business to be in. And maybe it's time to take on some more partners to help him with this and his, in his areas where he's weak, because we've heard these allegations for a really long time. And yes, you are, you know, known from reality, also a former reality star. So people are going to jump on it when we hear your name in something, it's easier to spread that, to spray you and, and, and talk about your business. Cause we know who you are because of your show. But, you know, a lot of people have been saying this for a long time. Um, Lynette Jackson said, Peter doesn't pay his employees their credit card tips. My friend works uh, for him, allegedly. And um, Eve Belene, 19, said, give Peter his peach so we can get the real tea. And Jamie Morrison Mason said, why would anyone work for Peter Thomas at this point? Well, we'll say this. As long as we've heard about this, he does always find a way to come out of it. Yeah. He does find a way it's to get out of it. entertaining. And he figures out a way. So right. it can't be all bad and people can to continue to work for him. Peter, if you mad, come on the show. We'll talk all about it and give you uh is that okay? Y'all cool with him being on the show? Funky. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> okay. Peter, we're inviting on the show so you can tell your own team because I this is the second or third time we talked about you. And I'd rather you have the opportunity to, you know, um to clear anything you'd like to clear up. We as a friend of the show, we can definitely offer you that. I think that's fair. All right, y'all. A Las Vegas couple was charged with 49 felonies of child abuse. 31-year-old Travis Doss and his pregnant wife, 33-year-old Amanda Stamper, abused six children by locking them in cages and severely beating them. The police discovered the six children in the couple's apartment after Amanda calls and alleged that her husband, Travis, threatened to kill her. What are your thoughts? Amanda, go ahead. This is um, sad. You know, I'm one of those people that my brain, I, I, I love when I watch things like this in, in the true crime, true crime docuseries format, because I want to know what happened to them to make their minds be able to go to the places that they've gone, putting the children in cages, kicking the children in the head, abusing all of the children. I'm so fascinated as to know what does the the monster get out of doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like I would have much rather you lock the damn kids outside and not let them inside, but you putting them in cages and, and, and torturing them day in and day out. It takes a whole lot of energy to do that. And I'm just fascinated as to what would make someone do that. I'm glad that these children have made it somewhere safe. And um, his ass needs the death penalty, and she do too. <clears throat> uh, no, Amanda claimed that she was his sex worker and the couple was arrested and pleaded not guilty. Al, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I, I, this, this, I'm, I'm not fascinated by any of this. I'm not fascinated by his mind. I think he should be put under the jail. Mm-hmm. He did it in the right state, though. The state of Nevada does not mess around about their kids. How do you put, you have six children. I, I'm, I'm just pissed at everybody. You have six children. Why are you putting that child in a dog cage? Did you guys see that? That that made me so upset to watch that kid. That doctor that, that treated that kid said, if that kid had not gotten to him in the next 24 hours, he would have died. That's how malnutritioned he was. And why was he in the cage? Because his dad said that he was sneaking the refrigerator as well as sneaking the trash can to get food because he was hungry. How dare you treat a child like that? And then how did, where's the mother? Where's the grandmother? Where's the family? Where's the uncle? Where's the aunt? Where, where's, where's this kid's family? What is going on? I think all of them need to be put on trial. This is unacceptable, unacceptable to me. You cannot treat a child, a young child like that, like an animal and put him in a cage. He didn't have any bathroom. He didn't have any food. He didn't have any water. Who does that? And then the nurse that serviced the rest of the kids said that they haven't seen abuse like this in almost 15 years. This is disgusting. They need to go straight to jail. They don't even know need to go to court. They don't need a court hearing. They don't need a court date. They need to go straight to jail. You know, I understand that hurt people hurt people. They pick, make an argument that they were abused too. But you know what? We all know what our issues are, right? And at some point in your adulthood, I mean, part of being an adult is recognizing I, I, I've been through some things and I, I need to maybe 
get some help for myself so I don't hurt other people. And, you know, with all the people I hear that want to have children and have struggles with fertility and getting pregnant and adoption, here you are with six kids and you're abusing them to the point of them, of them almost dying. And it's, it's, it's horrific. And I definitely hope they get very, 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 very long sentences. Erica Sally, Sally said, twisted cycle of verbal, emotional, and physical abuse, probably from childhood. And this is how trauma shows up. It's sick as hell. And Mark hit him said, uh, power you abuse a vulnerable being that makes them feel powerful it's disgusting all right kiki palmer recently appeared on raven simone's podcast where she openly discussed finding her sexuality kiki said that she didn't live out experiences because she kept her sexuality a secret from her family she said because i liked guys too i was kind of like well we don't have to talk about it what are your thoughts q um <clears throat> You know, the nuance of the luxury that she had, she's absolutely right. Because she did like guys, she was able to just hide and ride out behind that. There are, and I thought about this earlier today when I was laying in bed going over the stories. There are a lot of y'all who say things like, I don't understand why people have to talk about their sexuality. I don't understand what goes on in your bedroom. It's none of our business. I just wish everybody would stop talking about it. And I want to offer you this. Sexuality is not just what happens in your bedroom, but it is a large part of your identity. And it is a large part of how people relate and treat you in the world. A lot of times hetero people, because you don't deal with the nuance of being non-hetero, you guys don't understand it. But let me put it in perspective for you why it is important for people to know your sexuality. Claudia, you would be uncomfortable as hell if I was a woman and I started hitting on you. You'd be uncomfortable. If I was like, oh, you look good. Why? Because you're straight. And that's why it's important for people to know that. The same exists in the opposite. When I'm in an all-male environment, sometimes I don't want you trying to hook me up with your sister. I don't want you trying to hook me up with your cousin. I don't want you hitting me on the shoulder and be like, damn, dog, ain't that bitch fine? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sexuality goes beyond what goes on in people's bedroom. It's a part of our identity and it helps shape the way we interact with people. And that is why it is important that people know where you are sexual as far as sexuality and, just, and that, that's all i got to offer this conversation um al we gotta take a quick break you want to comment when we get back after the break or sure i can comment after the break all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back Welcome back. All right, Al, before we went to break real quick, did you have something about the Kiki? Uh, yeah, you know what I thought was very interesting, Claudia, was that, you know, after coming off of that whole thing with her boyfriend in the Usher thing where she got a lot of support from women, um, when I read the comments in the shade room after this post, they were not very nice to Kiki. So Kiki, you might be talking too much lately. So I would I would pipe it down a little bit because the shade room was, their responses were not very supportive of her and her thinking. Kiki, come on the show, we'll talk. All right, <laughs> listen, we hear crazy stories pretty much every day that got us saying, not me, girl. <laughs> not me, girl. <laughs> All right. Let me get your thoughts on this. A woman who was claiming to be a virgin at 30 years old is encouraging other 30 plus virgins not to be embarrassed. Nia Cerise Conta says she's still a virgin after being promiscuous before and doing everything but intercourse. Uh Oh, you know what that means? Are you here for the late bloomers or is it a not me girl? Let's start with you, Al. Chime in, soulmates. <laughs> it depends. Okay. In this case, like she said, she, she practiced Ayani. So Ayani is like a sexual non-vaginal sex in the Hindu culture where you do anal, oral, you do manual, and you do masturbation. So if it was somebody like her, yes, I could rock with if she was a, a virgin because she knows how to do everything else. But if she's a virgin across the board, never done anything, probably not for me. I'm a little too freaky. I need you to know what goes where and what you need to lick and what you need to do. And I ain't got time to teach nobody all of that and get you comfortable. So for me, if she's how she is, yes. If she's like a regular, never had any sexual experience, that would be a not me girl for me. 
I never understood how virgins are a virgin, but you don't doubt and took it in the ass. Like, come on, like I, that's advanced. That's like you you do the regular, you do vir, vir, uh, virgin, vaginal sex first, and she then you whole, get advanced. She a whole hoe, a whole one. And y'all can bash me in the car. He called her a black woman. She a whole hoe. Okay, permits me. Didn't want to sit up here and get extra cool points because you didn't take it up to coochie. You might as well had. You might as well had because if you're doing it for religious purposes, I can assure you, God is not pleased. All right, <laughs> sex blanketed all of that: the mouth, the hole, the belly button between your toes. As far as I'm concerned, the minute you take your clothes off and start kissing and touching on somebody, that is sex. Your in the, the innocence is gone. Now, Nia's right. boyfriend, who's not a virgin, supports her and says it's a blessing to date a virgin. Of course, because you get to do more freaky stuff. Because it's sticking in all her holes. Holding the, the, the vagina up. And I'm sorry, Steve, as somebody who has taken it up the ass before, like Claudia said, taking it up the ass is far more advanced <laughs> than taking it in the hoo-ha. Well, okay, dude, the sports world was going crazy after professional soccer player Keely Yang, my bipod, I don't know how to say that, was offered a contract to play for over $700 million. This lucrative deal could have made the 29-year-old the richest active sports athlete in the world. However, it was reported that Keely rejected that offer. Q, what say you? If you yeah, uh, not me, girl. Let me tell you something. The way my bill's set up, the way this rent set up in Miami, I mean, listen, obviously he's got an agent and his agent has got to be smart as hell um, to, to turn down that type of money. Um, they must know that he's able to get more. Um, but um, it, 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 it would, I would have took the dog on money. Right. I would have played there for a year, too. All right, guys, I want to thank my co-hosts, Funky Dineva and Claudia, for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for The Rising. Um, see you tomorrow, Soulmates and TGI fans. Have a good night. My Bye, Soulmates. My computer got a migraine, too.